For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Condon, 1460 KXNO, 106.3 FM. We take you until noon. Leave the uh, final half hour of the program wide open as we'll bounce around the world of sports. But right now, man, Trent, I get the same feeling every September. I feel like I'm running around on baseball. Yeah, yeah, there's too much football. <laughs> there is. And I feel like I'm kind of cheating on, because uh, we love this game, right? We just love it. Tuesdays and Wednesdays are for baseball. I know. Uh, well, it is Tuesday after all, and he's Matt Snyder, and he writes for CBSSports.com and does so on MLB as we head into the final week of the regular season and buckle up because we've got well at least one wild card race so let's start with the one we don't have matt and as always thank you for doing this for us man these cardinals what a story that they have written in the month of september to get on this run that they are on and they're at a point now where not only are they going to be in the playoffs but they're going to have the luxury as the second wild card team to set their rotation for the one game uh, survive in advance against either the dodgers or the giants what a spot schilt has these cardinals in yeah and for so much of the the second half uh once the padres kind of took a nosedive you just thought okay it's either going to be the giants who are amazing and a lot of people still don't even know why uh right. or the dodgers who are going to start max scherzer or walker bueller or even clayton kershaw if they have to get to that point um and it just seems like it's going to be a formality but we know something fluky happened but now it's like if you look at the the last three months three plus months that adam wainwright has had which he wasn't great last time out against the Brewers, but they still won the game. But Wainwright feels like the type of guy that could get through like seven innings on sheer guile Mm -hmm. against the Dodgers and just mystify them, doesn't he? Yeah. And like the way their offense has been uh, with with Goldschmidt getting so hot, O'Neal being so good, uh, Nolan Arenado right there, you feel like some funky stuff could happen. Uh, in the wild card game, I still think the smart bet would be at this point on the Dodgers because it's Scherzer and it's the Dodgers' talented offense. But I don't feel like it's a foregone conclusion. Tyler O'Neill has, along with Arnado and Goldschmidt, Tyler O'Neill, he's been a revelation here over the last couple of months. He's playing yeah. at an incredibly high level, big time prospect. I don't want to say faltered, but just wasn't maybe the guy people anticipated. 26 years old now, and now it feels like. Finally coming into his own. Another one of those Cardinals. They just build them up, and here they go again. Yeah. Well, and, and sometimes it takes a second. I mean, I think we've gotten spoiled. It started uh, with uh, Manny Machado, Bryce Harper, and uh, Mike Trout when they were all like 19, 20 years old. And then it kind of went into the next grouping where Juan Soto and Ronald Acuna Jr., now Vladimir Guerrero Jr., who yeah. did take two years. Uh, and Fernando Tatis Jr. And I think we get spoiled at seeing so many guys be so good at age 20, 21, 22 that you, you, you forget. Sometimes it takes a second. I mean, it took a second for Anthony Rizzo. It took a second for mm-hmm. Alex Gordon, who didn't end up being one of the best players in baseball, but he ended up being an all-star caliber player on a team that won the World Series. Sometimes it takes a second. And at 26, you know, sometimes it takes until that age when everything just starts to click. 
Well, it's clicking now for O'Neill. Uh, up until this year, I think he's been more known for his father, right? His dad was um, yeah. Mr. Canada in bodybuilding. Building. Yes. Yeah. Dude, yeah, and I tell you what, O'Neill's pretty jacked. Yeah, he is. <laughs> like, when he comes up to bat, you're like, are you kidding me? <laughs> right. His no. arms are bolting to the uniform. No. Yeah. Is, so is this one of the surprise stories in the National League? When we knew the Giants and the Dodgers were going to be there. I guess there was enough cardinal love prior to the season that maybe that maybe they mm-hmm. yeah. maybe they're not a surprise because there, there was cardinal love wasn't it? It was it was yeah. the cardinals I, I had, and brewers I had them, that were favorites. I had them winning. The, I had okay. the cardinals winning the central. I think the cardinals were the favorite. I think they're like plus one seventy five and the brewers like plus one eighty five. I got them like at three. That. I got the brewers at three to one. I, how do I know that? Well, it just showed up in my DraftKings. Aha, as they clinch and go there, <laughs> let's go to the Brewers. Built for the playoffs, a team that. Because they've had such a big lead, haven't had a ton to play for. They're locked into the two seeds. So with all of that, the Brewers long term, is this a team built to to make a run here, to give them a shot against the Giants or the Dodgers come the NLCS if they get there? If they get the rotation to hold up, then I think there's a really legitimate chance. And uh, I mean, if you look at if they're all going right, Woodruff, Burns, Peralta, and even Adrian Hauser at this point, uh, they've got an excellent, excellent rotation. And to, to look at that bullpen, even Hunter Strickland's throwing well for them. Uh, but, like, Devin Williams and, and Josh Hader. I mean, good Lord, Josh Hader. Yeah. Uh, you, I, I, and I cannot sing Craig Council's praises enough mm-hmm. for how good he is at dealing with his pitching staff. I, I think it gets taken for granted. I, I, I usually vote in manager of the year, and I usually have Council higher than everybody else, so I feel like, even most media aren't all the way up on him. I don't think he gets enough credit for how good he is at dealing with the pitching staff. He's unbelievable at it. The question is if they're ever going to get enough offense in the playoffs. And they hit at times, but you know they come and go, and they just get swept by the Cardinals. But if they get that rotation going, they could absolutely win the World Series. Uh, National League, isn't Kapler maybe almost a lock to win manager of the year? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it's going to be Kapler. I'm probably going to have Council second again, yeah. and he's going to finish like fourth, and I'm going to be the one who had him way higher than everybody else. Is Bochy like, coming? I don't know how it couldn't be Kapler. No, I'm with you. So last time we saw Bochy, he was in the Giants' dugout. He'd been in the Padres' dugout before. Does that yeah. – I mean, doesn't it seem like this is destined to happen again? That that that, that like Bo- it. it doesn't. I mean, Bochy's got to get back. And, and, and if you are the Padres, don't you make that happen sooner rather than later? As yeah, soon as I, I would say probably over? either Sunday night or, or yeah. Monday afternoon. That it, it, as long as AJ Preller still has a job, which I don't even know if that's oh, the case. Yeah. But if he does, then I think Preller the the, the move is yeah, we're going to make a change at manager. We're going to go to Bochi. They get a lot more rotation help next year. You know, uh, assuming Lamette is is healthy again, mm-hmm. Clevenger will be coming off t- Tommy John surgery. They'll have a lot more arms. Forgot about uh, him. You know, so I, I feel like they they still have a promising future, even if the luster's worn off a little bit. But yeah, it it, it looks like it's time for a change there. We come to the final week. We get Dodgers Giants two game lead for the Giants, but the news of Brandon Belt fractured uh. thumb. A guy that has gone through these low points of the Giants, has been there for a long time, putting together a career season, just a devastating one. They they haven't announced that he's out for the season. He's obviously already on the IL, but for the rest of the regular season, this is it, right? And what a terrible story for Belt. Terrible. 
Uh, he has been out of his mind hot, like the last five weeks or so, hitting like 355 with a nearly 800 slugging, just going absolutely bonkers. I mean, 29 home runs in 97 games. Get out of here. Mm. Uh, they have the depth to absorb it. It's just a question of the upside now. Like I, I feel like they're probably just going to put Bryant at first every day. Um, that's the thing about acquiring Bryant. Evan Longoria was hurt at the time, but they knew Longoria uh-huh. was going to come back, and they knew they could play Bryant in either the out, corner outfield spots or first base. So they'll play Chris Bryant at first base. Uh, that means more Dickerson. Yastrzemski uh, obviously plays every day. It means probably more Lamonte Wade Jr., and he's a good player. But the way Belt has been hitting, you're not going to replace that. It's just a question of absorbing it. So it's a big blow, and especially because it just felt like everything was breaking right for them mm-hmm. uh, almost all year, and then to have this happen last week, just terrible. Um, I want to pick your brain on the White Sox. I don't like the way they're finishing the season, just because they, mean, they've been clinched since the All-Star break, for crying out loud, seemingly. They've had their share of injuries. They're trying to get this pitching staff uh, back to be at least close to what it once was so they can set it. I just don't feel like this White Sox team has been a real good story in baseball this year. A lot of it predicated on how bad the division was, particularly the Twins. Uh, I don't yeah. like the way they're going into the playoffs, Matt Snyder. They're, they're, they're not even to 90 wins yet uh, in the rotation. Like, Giolito's been really good, but also inconsistent all year. Keuchel's been terrible. Uh, Lynn has had trouble staying on the field. Cease has been good. I'm worried. I'm worried. Yes, very. I'm worried about Rodon's health. Yeah. Uh, they can't keep him on the mound. Uh, you know, you look at the bullpen, and Hendricks is great, but Kimbrell's been terrible awesome. since they acquired him. The offense, it's just so inconsistent. Um and you know they're they're, they're picking fights with a, a team that's a non-contender. Uh, yesterday, I, I don't know, and not loving how they look right now. To your point, just just not loving it. Want we'll to go back to the NL West for a moment, and not the teams or anything like that, but just the structure of the playoffs. We could get game one sixty three next Monday. Hmm. Two teams that have won one hundred five, one hundred six games, something like that, playing. Yeah. The loser goes on, plays then a one game. The structure of the playoffs. I think we remember. Why this happened, though, right? Because the Yankees yeah. basically kicked the last week of the season so they could play my godforsaken Twins in the first round <laughs> because they made a division title not matter. Now a division title matters. Isn't the structure right, Matt, even if it sucks for the Giants and Dodgers? Yeah. I mean, this is this happens, you know, once every five years or so, mm-hmm. and you get something that's incredibly lopsided. And like a, uh, I think I've mentioned it before on this show, the 2015, the three best records in all of baseball were all in one division mm-hmm. in the NL Central. And the Cubs, 97 wins, third best record in baseball, had to go on the road in the, in the wildcard game. But they ended up making it to the NLCS. So it's it, if you perform, then, then you make it moot. So it, I know it, it sucks in the short term, but if either the Giants or the Dodgers ends up in the wildcard game and then win the World Series, we're not going to really be thinking about it once we get to the offseason. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Now, if I can present something to you right now, that seems absolutely ridiculous that the league probably could not have planned for the national league East. You notice that there's a half right now. Yeah. The Braves are up by two and a half games. Uh, the Braves had a game against the Rockies, uh, rained out about two weeks ago and neither one of them had an, uh, a mutual off day left. So they couldn't reschedule the game. If we finish Sunday and the Braves are either up a half game over the Phillies or down a half game to the Phillies, 
they'll have to play Rockies Braves on Monday, mm. and the Rockies season should have been over. And if it ends up tied after that game, like let's say the Braves are down a half game to the Phillies yes. going into Monday, and they beat the Rockies, <laughs> then that's tied. Then Tuesday, wow. the Braves and Phillies have to play for the division title, and those are all regular season games. That's what because they're scheduled to start the playoffs start Tuesday. Tuesday, American yeah. League Wild Card Tuesday, American National League Wild Card. We could get we could get Phillies oh. Braves for the division title and the American League Wild Card game on Tuesday. And then whoever wins it has to turn around Thursday and play at Milwaukee. And conceivably, in the American League, we could have a showdown amongst two of the American League East teams, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, we, we could get, definitely get a one-game playoff. Mm. I mean, you're, you're looking at it right now. Uh, Yankees up by a game over the Red Sox for the first wild card. Red Sox up by a game over the Blue Jays for the second wild card. The Mariners are only a game and a half out. Uh, and the Yankees and Blue Jays play three games starting tonight. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's a bummer in there is the Red Sox play the Nationals and Orioles, right. so they're probably going to be fine. But I guess you never know. So what if we get chaos here? And we have the Yankees and the Red Sox and the Blue Jays and the Mariners, and they're all tied, and only two teams yep. can be wild cards. What kind of craziness do we get with that? Uh, <laughs> if there's like a four-way tie, they would have – Two teams play each other yeah. on Monday, two different games, and then the winners would face on Tuesday. They'd have to push the wild card game back to Wednesday. Um, mm. Yeah, and then the wow. division series is supposed to start Thursday. So it would be an absolute mess. Give me that. It'd be amazing. Give me yeah. that. It'd be a right. mess to figure out for the league logistically, but it'd be amazing for us. It would. And, and as it stands right now, I mean, we could have baseball. The World Series may, Game 7, be played in November, correct? Uh, I think see. it does. I, I, it's been a second since I looked at the schedule, but I, that sounds right. Yeah, November second, I think. Wow. Yeah, could be game seven. Uh, excellent stuff. Uh, where I want to finish up with you is kind of a selfish question, but I, I love baseball in Montreal, um, and it sounds as though there's going to be baseball in Montreal. Or is there? Is this a ploy on the part of Tampa Bay to finally get a new stadium? Because what we're hearing is the half of the home slate is going to be played in Tampa. Half of the home slate is going to be played in Montreal. Apparently, and I find this hard to believe, but I've seen it a couple of places, uh, there's going to be X-Bar Montreal signage at uh, at the Trop during the playoffs. Um, is Montreal getting some of the Tampa Bay Rays games? And I don't know I when did, it would be. I I, I feel like it's a, 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 an absolutely terrible idea. I, I don't. I, I, I mean, I, I guess I could see them saying we're gonna what double our fan base, maybe even more than that, because there's a ton of Montreal fans who want a team back. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, thinking about it from the players' perspective, That's who would sense. ever want to sign there? And I guess you could say the Rays don't sign anybody in free agency yeah. anyway, yeah. which I mean they they probably don't, but. Why would you want to play for that? A team where you, you don't, you, you have two different homes during the season, probably in addition to where you live in the offseason? I, I don't know. I, I just feel like it can't work. But yeah, I mean, I guess if they want to increase the size of their fan base so they think that TV ratings would go up, they'd be in two different TV markets. I, I don't know. I, my gut feeling is it's a bad idea, but hey, I'm not an expert on these kind of things. So, would it be Olympic Stadium? I know that they've got a patch, a, a plot of land in, in downtown Montreal that they I want to build a ballpark. Doing, in. Yeah, I can't see them doing Olympic Stadium. Surely Montreal would right. build them a ballpark. 
Yeah, I mean, Olympic Stadium was such a dump. It really was. And, that was 25 I mean, years ago. Sitting around. 25 years yeah, ago. so I, surely it would be like, we're going to build you a new ballpark. So Huge I, dugouts, though. <laughs> huge dugouts. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I see this quote over the weekend from Shohei Otani. He's going to win the MVP. Guerrero Jr. made a run at it, but doesn't look like he's going to get there. Love the team. He was talking about that. but And again, this is through an interpreter, but he said this. But more than that, I want to win. That's the biggest thing for me. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. And that little last yeah. sentence there was a huge part. Again, it's through an interpreter. And you you do wonder if there is anything lost in translation, even this how it was said. You know, you just you can't get that. But reading that certainly opened eyes here. What kind of leverage does he have, mm-hmm. if any? Um probably not a ton. Yeah. Uh it's inter- I I do want to say though, I feel like that might be why he he in public only speaks through interpreters is because if he was speaking English, if he tried to say it wrong, then people might misinterpret what he meant and hold it against him or whatever. But um, I I don't think he was like saying he wants to be traded. I think he was probably more like, um, hey, the MVP is great, but I wish we were going to the playoffs. So does Mike Um, Trout. And yeah, it's, you, you look, 74 and 82, no Mike Trout for almost the entire season, no Anthony Rendon for almost the entire season. If they put together any kind of pitching staff behind Otani and you get full Trout and full Rendon next year, they're not that far out of it. So I, 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 I'm inclined, as good of a guy as he's been, to believe he was more like trying to be humble on an individual level and say, I just wish we were in on a team level. Yep, so does Major League Baseball. All right, the, the next time we speak, we may be uh, recapping some games on Monday. Boy, we hope that we are. Uh, so oh, the wild card yeah. is scheduled to be in the American League next Tuesday. Who plays in it? Um, I, I think I have to say Red Sox, just because it's Their schedule. Uh, the Orioles and, Orioles and Nationals this yeah. week. Um, Yankees and Blue Jays. I'm going to go Blue Jays. Oh, I hope you're right. There you go, buddy. <laughs> I hope you're right. I I'll mean, go Blue Jays on the head-to-head. <laughs> and the American League wild card is going to be the Cardinals. Do they go to L.A. or do they go exactly. north? Uh, yeah, I'll go Cardinals to, to Dodgers Cardinals, just because Dodgers. it's two games and there's only six left. That's mm-hmm. a huge advantage right there for the Giants. Indeed it is. Matt Snyder, CBSSports.com. Matt, thank you. Great conversation. Love the Tuesday baseball talk. We will uh, do so again next week. Thank you, Matt Snyder. Have a wonderful week. Appreciate it. All right. Have a good one. Yeah, you do the same. Matt Snyder, CBSSports.com, as we talk a little MLB. To your World Series question, Game 6 scheduled for November 2nd, Game 7, November 3rd. So that's a Tuesday, Wednesday. Is that what it is? I think it is. That's what I'm thinking of going to Winnipeg. Going to Canada. Listen to the game on the radio. Go old school. Well, I won't be driving at night, though. No? You'll be pulled over? (laughs) Yeah. Minneapolis? How far north do you get? You get to cut it up? The first day, yeah. I think I'm going to do the show on Monday because I can't miss recapping with Matt. Of course. I just love that segment. Uh, And then head to either Fargo or Grand Forks. How far is that? From here or from Winnipeg? From here. Seven hours? So you get seven hours. Get there. Just in time for game six or seven? Game no, six. I'll get there on Monday night. I'll get there Monday and night. For Monday night football. Monday night football. But my problem, that's not my problem now. I love baseball, but I haven't seen the Jets play in their home since they've been home in 10 years. What night is that that you're Tuesday, November the 2th. 
Aha. So I'm going to see my Jets and the Dallas Stars. And then I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I'll leave on Wednesday. Maybe driving, listening to the game would be kind of cool, right? It would be going Turn old the school. clock back. Yeah. So once I get to Fargo, it's like three hours. Three hours. So it's 10 all told. 10 all told. Man, that's and a long drive. It is a long drive, but it didn't used to be so long until I turned 62. <laughs> Understandable. And it's not as easy as it once was. I was doing some yard work yesterday, and I'm still feeling Feel the same today. way, right? Just pulling some, uh, yeah, just oldness. Man, it sucks. And it's going to get worse. Great. Right? That's what you got to look forward to. Awesome. I got a call from uh, when I was bitching about my uh, tendonitis in my forearm right, last yeah. week. So some guy called me during the break. You got to get CBD oil. Uh-huh. And so I got some, first of all, sticker shock. So I, my wife went and got me some CBD oil to rub into my forearm mm-hmm. because I spend too much time on my iPad. You know how much a little, like, jar, a little jar of CBD oil costs? Ten bucks. hundred. What? That's what I said. Man. hundred bucks. Put that in a pipe and smoke it. I wish you could. <laughs> we can't. Oh, hundred man. bucks. hundred bucks. Crazy, crazy. Anyways, um, thank you, Matt Snyder. Get back and get those baseball juices flowing mm-hmm. again. So Doesn't you're obviously locked into Yankees. Yankees Blue Jays, Blue Jays right. tonight. That is it for you. Yeah. You know, I thought even a week ago that it'd be Brewers Cardinals for me tonight, but it's yeah. kind of over. Brewers have clinched. It's a great pitching matchup. Is it? Yeah. Wainwright making his last oh, regular my. season start against Woodruff. Oh my! Yeah, that is, that's jeez. Phillies Braves, maybe. I mean, there's importance there, and it's Wheeler. There is there is importance there. I love watching Wheeler pitch. Yep, for the Phillies. Yeah, so he's had a good year. That's probably at least on there. Tigers Twins. I'm don't not gonna get Cubs Pirates. Those would normally be viewing places. Yeah, not I've seen my last it. Cubs game for the year. Not no, they're gonna get you. Do you think they probably... they're gonna get? I know you too well. You're yeah. going to make it over 664. is going to be on the clicker. Well, if the Yankees are sticking it to the Jays, uh, then maybe you'll be right. White Sox-Reds? Yeah, White Sox are home free. You know what I do like with the Jays because I get the Toronto feed mm-hmm. most nights? You know who calls the Blue Jays home games? I do. It's a big name. Yes, it is a big name. Who is it? Dan Schulman. Dan Schulman, who's excellent. He's, he's Sunday Night Baseball. Yes. And he's ESPN basketball. He's uh, with uh, Dickie V a lot of times. Uh, or Jay Billis. Shulman's a pro. Yes. And he does the Jays. That's a that's a treat. They still have, uh, who's the color guy? Buck Dave? Martinez. Buck Martinez. Another. That's long time. Uh, you got a great team there. Yeah, it's a good broadcast. Yes. It's a good, and they're finally um, increasing the capacity at the Rogers Center. There's um, It's now up to 30,000 for this week's homestand. 30,000 30, fans in the building. What is it normal? 55 is that it's capacity? It's big, yeah. yeah. Late or upper 40s into the 50s. But I think the roof still has to be open. So regardless of the weather, <laughs> yeah. they're playing November third. I hope they are. I doubt they will. And the roof is open. Good luck. Yeah, we'll see. Eleven thirty, Miller and Condon. Back to uh, well, we got uh, we got some time. We'll opine on sports. Yes, you're right, Tommy Birch. I need a CBD sponsor. <laughs> uh, is there one? There is because during Hawkeye broadcasts, no, Pody's got one. Really? Oh yeah. Well, he's got a little more oomph than me. Well, sure. Doesn't but have more experience, though. Well. And that might be nip and tuck there between you two. No, he's been doing a long time. Um, but he, he works how many days a year? <laughs> Twelve. 
Maybe 13. He's always working. He's always working. Uh, good stuff. We will come back um, 11.30 on a Tuesday. We take you until noon. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO and 106. Is KXNO. It's been a great start to the NFL season, and it's only getting better at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. DraftKings is kicking off another week of action by giving all new customers a can't-miss offer. Just bet a dollar on any football game this week and receive $150 in free bets instantly, no matter what. This football season, all customers... All of you, even if you're returning, can swing big with DraftKings same-game parlays. They allow you to combine multiple bets for a bigger payout. This week, place the same-game parlay on any NFL game, and you'll be credited up to 25 bucks, even if it loses. DraftKings safe, secure, and reliable. And the best part is you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code KXNO to receive $150 in free bets instantly when you place a $1 bet on any football game. You need the promo code KXNO. KXNO gets you $150 in free bets. The promo code does, and they get them instantly. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 or older. Iowa only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call one 800 Guys, are you looking for an excuse to watch football all weekend long? Then schedule your vasectomy with the Urology Center of Iowa. The Urology Center of Iowa offers nitrous during your vasectomy, cutting-edge technology to help you relax during your procedure. Make the call to 515 400 3550. That's 400 3550 or online at iowauro.com. Vasectomies with the Urology Center of Iowa. And tell them you heard it. Back to Moore and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Condon, welcome back. 1460, 106.3 FM. We take you until noon. Boy, Maryland head coach Mike Loxley, I guess he was, um, he's at his press conference today, like all of them are. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, he's, when he was asked about, this is their second Big Ten game on a Friday night. You're right. At some point, maybe we'll get full membership so we don't have to do this. <laughs> he's right. That's asking a lot. The two Friday nights at Illinois was the first one. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, hosting the Hawks this coming Friday night. And that's an FS1 tilt, correct? correct? Much like the Illinois-Maryland game. Ah, yes. It was also yes. FS1. Mm-hmm. Fox getting their money's worth and putting these Friday night games on there that suck. <laughs> for you. For most everybody. Yeah, for a lot of people, no doubt about that. College football's on Saturdays. Yeah, yep, true story. Um, I got some number. I, oh, go ahead. I, you mentioned this game. Yep. Just came across these pro football focus numbers for uh, both the quarterback that we'll see on the other side with Maryland. Mm-hmm. You can say it right. Tagliavo. Tagliavo. Yep. All right. Passing numbers. Under pressure. Okay. He is 20, 13 to 22, 189 yards, five touchdowns. When he's kept clean, he's completing 78% of his passes, 1,100 yards, 9.2 yards per attempt. Five touchdowns, one pick. Yeah, you think Phil Parker's aware of that? Absolutely. I do, too. I'm confident he is. How about Spencer Petrus? Uh-huh. Who pro football focus has really liked what he has done Have this they? year. Opposed to the preseason. But a couple of numbers leap off the page. When Spencer Petrus is kept clean, 
He's completing 67% of his passes, four touchdowns, one pick, 7.2 yards per attempt. Above average. Mm -hmm. Under pressure. He is 10 of 27. Hideous. That is 37%. 4.3 yards per attempt. Mm -hmm. That's awful. It's a very simple equation. Yeah, the offensive line needs to get better. It does. Yeah, The tackles need to be better. Right. They're fine inside. Uh-huh. And it's not just Linderbaum. Guards are going to be fine. The tackles need to make big improvement. And they're going to be bringing pressure. That's what Maryland's going to do. Loxley's going to be bringing guys. They have that three-three-five stack that you mm-hmm. see so much in college football here. It's very simple. Keep them clean. Keep them upright. And we know Petrus. When he locks in, when he's got a chance, when he can do that little beat, the first touchdown pass to Keegan Johnson. You could see just coming right out of his hand. That's going to be a good throw. Mm-hmm. Didn't know where Johnson was as it comes, right. but you knew he's in rhythm. He can make that throw. Keep him clean. They do that. They're going to beat Maryland. If not, this thing could get ugly. Yeah. See, I don't see it. I think Trent. The matchups are all in Iowa's favor. I mean, I know that Maryland's got an offense. Mm-hmm. Good. I was going to bring their defense. Phil Parker's still coming. Yes, indeed. And those linebackers and that secondary are still coming. And that defensive front that we were concerned about, mm-hmm. it wasn't just us, prior to the uh, prior to the season starting because we just didn't know what kind of depth is there. We see more depth every week. Every single week. Um, since, we're start, since we're on call to the college game, let's go to the other college game that moves our needle. Um, so Belmont joining the Missouri Valley Conference in 2022. Yep. It's a pretty good get. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Nashville, Tennessee, all of us, they become the biggest market, mm-hmm. supplanting Des Moines. Um, but this is a good get for them. You see, when you're filling out your brackets over the years, you're you know, coming across Belmont more often than not. So they're at 11 in 2022. That's not going to work, Trent Condon. Well, if you do that, then you get into scheduling problems. It right. can happen. But will it happen? Will but it's it go cleaner to with an even number? Yes. It's cleaner with a dozen. Because it's easy. You can have travel partners. You can do just a lot of different things that make it a lot easier. You go that route. Most of the speculation revolves around Murray State. Kind of also digging back mm-hmm. into the south. going to In Kentucky. Where is it? Paducah? Is that what it is? I don't. I know it's Kentucky. I'm okay. not sure what town it is. It also would kind of make things continuous because, well, they jumped to state to get to Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, Kentucky would be the one that you go to. So... Pretty close to St. Louis. That is the epicenter of the conference. Uh-huh. But that's where most of the speculation has been. So this isn't this didn't come out of left field then for no, you. I gotcha. No. This has been bandied about quite a bit mm-hmm. on on many of the, the valley places out there. The other one I think that would make a lot of sense. It's a part where the Evansvilles and the Southern Illinois of the world don't like it, but going to the Dakotas. And probably the one that would make the most sense. Mm-hmm. Is South Dakota State mm-hmm. enrollment wise, in terms of population, mm-hmm. Brookings, and another big part there is that healthcare system up there with the Pentagon and and the amount of money that is up there with the Sanford family. They got money. So, so okay, you know what? I never realized the tie until right now. Yeah. Sanford Healthcare. Yes. So yeah. you put kind of those things together. It would be the outpost. It would be, and for your women's soccer team to make a drive from. Carbondale, up to mm. Brookings. Mm. Not exactly easy on Thursday afternoon. There's I mean, no direct flights? You know, <laughs> no, that's what you'd... Well, and chartering things in the MVC is a little bit different right. there. Personally, I would like to see that one. I think there's may, maybe more big-time impact long-term there. Mm-hmm. See the viability. But Murray State's been a great program themselves. 
and they've had a lot of great players and great teams that have come through there. If it was basketball only, it'd be easy. But I'm looking more big picture here. I think South Dakota State would be the one that would make the most sense to me. We shall see. We shall hear from Trent Condon next. So then the summit would be left looking for right, and then, <laughs> musical chairs, and it would continue. And you uh, know now Minnesota finally has their second D1 program, St. Thomas. Longtime power at the mm-hmm. D3 level. That got so good, they just said, well, they don't want us in our league in the conference that they're playing in. Basically kicked them out for being too good. All right, we'll go D1. So finally, there will be another option outside of the Gophers. And you got to think that impacts the Drakes and you and I's of the world, right? Yeah, that's a fair point. Think of how many yes, Minneapolis kids, St. Paul's kids yep. that they brought in. Well, look at Jacobs and the yeah. success he's had. Going up to, what is it, uh, Tartan. All the players they got from Eric Coleman and Mark Sonnen and on and on and on, that well dries up because now there's a D1 program in the city. Mm. A little bit scary. That's down the road. Trent's play of the day coming up. It's got to be baseball. That's all there is. Oh, um, there's other stuff out there. By the way. Table tennis? Are you going here? Did you see that number that was better in the month of August? It's incredible. Heather and I were talking about this yesterday. I, um, cause I, don't know, I don't know how we got to it. <laughs> but anyways, Colorado table tennis came up yesterday. $8.1 million wagered on table tennis in the state, not in this, well, the Colorado residents yes. bet $8.1 million on ping pong. For reference, golf, which we love, and I love betting, and you love betting at least on the majors. Majors, yeah. $3.2 million on golf. There were no majors, I get that in August, but still, $8.1 million table tennis. But where are you betting this? Well, you open up and where are you app? watching it? Just stream it along. Does does it even tabletennis.org I I don't get it. You know, I do like the way that Colorado does that. I wish yes. and we've said this to Brian Rilko, our friend from the Iowa Racing Gaming Commission many times. I wish they'd separate the sports when they tell us how much money, how much on the NFL, how much on Major League Baseball. dot dot dot. Um I wish we could get those numbers. 8.1 million dollars. Ping pong. So, so that's what about a, what a tenth of the entire handle in the month of August in the state of Iowa, right? Right. In comparison, ping pong. What a world! How do you know who to bet on? The favorite? Yes. Eleven forty-five. Find out who Trent's going to bet on. Fourteen sixty KX and O one oh six. Eight hundred bets off. Global Direct Mail and Marketing is the teammate your small business needs. Locally owned and located in Urbandale, Global Direct Mail and Marketing can help your small business create the high quality print materials your business needs to succeed. Whether it's business cards, flyers, business forms, letterhead, calendars, or a mail piece to attract new customers, Global Direct Mail and Marketing is ready to go to work for you today. Save by working with the local. Small business that will go the extra mile to get you what you need. Global Direct Mail and Marketing. Call Craig at 515-282-3000 and get your next project. Casts all in one. Joined by Dr. Ethan Heisman from Elite Eye Care, University Avenue in West Des Moines. I suffer from dry eyes. It's not just eye drops. There's other treatments that are out there. We have one of the newest treatments available in our office. It's called Intense Pulsed Light, or IPL. It targets the abnormal blood vessels that are the root cause of the inflammation causing dry eye. The side benefit is you don't see those blood vessels anymore. That's Elite Eye Care. 9250 University Avenue in West Des Moines and a new location, the Eye Company. 2020 expenditure. Now back to Miller and Condon. 
1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Here's Ken and Trent. All right, final couple of minutes here on a Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday means it's 6 o'clock. Cyclone Inside. That's not the name of the show. You have to get Cyclone Inside. Is it Cyclone Insider? Mm-hmm. Well, it's Randy Peterson and Travis Hines, a couple of insiders. Oh, absolutely. And they'll be here to entertain us from 6 until 7 tonight. Uh, we'll be watching baseball. Mm-hmm. Who are you betting on? I got two M's tonight. Okay. In fact, I got one this afternoon. Well, there can't be many games this afternoon, are there? There is not. In fact, uh, this afternoon, there's just one. It's the Marlins and the Mets. Well, those are M teams. Uh-huh. How in the world? The Mets are out of it. Yep. It's over. Disappointing year. They Stroman. had the lead in their division for 103 days. Ooh. 103 days. And now not even a shot. Not even a prayer. Not even a sniff. Trevor Rogers. Uh-huh. He's been really good. Yep. He is a good pitcher. And I'm getting plus 165. So who's he going up against for their Mets? Marcus Stroman. Sit and miss. Hit and miss. At that price, all day. Okay. Give me the dog. We're going Marlins. Game two. After this afternoon, you're counting your money. <laughs> Let's do it again late night. Okay. Sounds good. I just told you earlier, my boy Kikuchi has been pulled from the rotation. It's okay. So Bassett's making his second start for the A's. What a great story. Yes. What a great story. This comeback. And easy guy to root for. Yep. But you won't be tonight? I will not be. <laughs> I'm going to the Mariners here. Give me Trevor Anderson, who will get the start. Not great in his own right. Mariners just playing good baseball, though. Trent, they're alive. And it's dead even. Minus 110 on each side. I will take the home team. Give me the Mariners. Marlins Mariners. How about that for a twofer mm. here in the middle of Des Moines? You're going to put them together or just? Probably individual plays here. Do you have an opinion on Thursday night? Cincinnati, Jacksonville. Another one feels too easy, doesn't it? It does, but last night didn't. I was surprised you were on the Eagles. Because it felt too easy. I was being yeah. the public more than oh, anything. I get it. I'm an underdog player. But sh- Am I going to be on an island Thursday night with the godforsaken Jags? Against the Bengals? Who always, I mean, those two godforsaken was, that's how you <laughs> describe the Bengals yeah. for decades. I like this Joe Burrow story, Trent. Mm-hmm. And that division... I don't know how the Steelers beat the Bills in week number one. This Steelers team, and they've got who this week? They've tough. got a big game this they week. They do, a tough one. A tough game. It's a local uh, local team. Steelers this week will be facing off against... Packers? The Packers in Green Bay. Yeah. Late window? 305. 3.25. 3.25. Uh, good stuff. Uh, that's going to do it for Tuesday. Murph and Andy in an hour and five minutes. The Fanatics at 3. Cyclone Insider Radio tonight at 6. Have a great day. 1460 KXNO, 106.3 FM.